It's not too bad. It's just the apartment keeps keeps heat. So you know, once you once you once you stop moving the air around, it starts to starts to toast up. Once right. you once you stop, the fun turns into a fucking heat bath. You want to take a second pass on that? No, 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 no. that's exactly right, Kyle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that one where it is. <laughs> okay, that, that that doesn't deserve a second pass. Okay, just because we're recording now, and so you know, if you wanted to <laughs> yeah. give it a second take, you know, you have that option. No, I you know, think... I feel like that represents my best effort. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know, uh, first first choice, best choice. Long ago in a distant land. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And you guessed it, we are the adult podcast about children's cartoons and uh, get your planets and spaceships ready and your math books and your school bells because we're putting all those things together for our second episode of our yet untitled but titled Spaced Out Teens. Uh, we love the way that even though, even, even though nobody verbally confirms we want to call it Spaced Out Teens, even though we keep just like subtly rejecting it through non-confirmation, <laughs> he just pushes it. Until there's no choice, until it's until it's until it's been said so many a times that there's no possibility of calling it anything else. Do you notice how he does that sometimes? But you know who backs me up on this title is our special guest for this episode, Kyle Hennick. Hey, hashtag spaced out teens. What's Hell going on? Yeah. God damn it. I knew you had it in you. I knew you could yes and me on this shit. I I I don't uh, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. All I know is that this is an arc about spaced out teens. And we're ready yeah, to yeah. we're ready to space out with them. Hashtag space uh-huh. out teens. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Kyle, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank um, you so much. Yeah. You you last joined us for a very iconic episode, I think, where we talked <laughs> a lot right. about Monster Rancher. <laughs> Unlock your <laughs> disc. <laughs> yeah. It's literally it's literally one of the favorite things I've ever done with my consciousness on Earth. And, <laughs> oh uh, my god. I, it's I was I don't think I I don't think I've I don't think I've been honored in such a in such a way uh since then. Uh, well, we've also never had such a great uh Huey Lewis based Monster Rancher themed song on the show. <laughs> I would, I would hope that none have come to challenge the work that we did that Some have day. Come close. Well, Amalia got close. Amalia got close, but oh. uh, mm-hmm. you know. but yeah. she didn't. I, but uh, <laughs> my, my disc, my disc has never been more unlocked than that day, and uh, I, I hope today can can oh sort of God. come close to. I've honestly, I, I got to be honest, you guys. I've had trouble locking my disc back up ever since. <laughs> See, I've heard that's been a problem. You know, the the smoke. Uh, we're in the middle of a big, you know, the big smoke in the West Coast. So yeah. sometimes a couple of us have little frogs in the living in our throat. Old man smoke is in there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we are defying nature and God himself to mm-hmm. uh, be here and to deliver these spaced out teens, these hashtag spaced out teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a service we're doing for you. And boy, oh boy, do we have a wonderful week for you. Yeah, oh, it's a good time, uh, and and this is this is Kyle's first time with both of these shows, I think, and uh, yeah. so we've watched we've watched episode thirty. Uh, we're jumping around with Beverly Hills Teens because there's so many episodes. We need to go for the ones that sound fun in the title. Hold, hold the on, Correct. hold on. There's so many episodes. 
What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Because this is How? this was like How? some this was this was like some some head honcho's uh, brainchild. So it, oh. it got quite a bit of got quite a bit of leniency in the terrible department without getting canned. Yeah, there's there's 65 episodes, classic syndication order. Why? Just by looking at it, you can tell how checked out the animation team is. And so, <laughs> like, they just sort of shat these out very quickly. And thankfully, uh, we get to comb over them and look at them in a way that they were never meant to be looked at. Uh, yeah. Because they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I, 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 I can't. I, I was just, I watched the whole episode. Somehow, and I—I uh, I, I, I mean, I did it because I was asked to do it, and I committed to the work that I. But I just from literally from second one, I was like, uh, "What? We're <laughs> what? proud of you, boy. We're proud of you, buddy." Yeah. This one, this one was a was a kind of a grueling watch. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, quality wise, it's about consistent with what you expect out of Beverly Hills teens, and perhaps I've just not been as critical in my viewings the first couple times we've seen it, but. The animation is so slow and the the weird spacing between dialogue makes this just drag on in a way that mm-hmm. previous ones didn't to me. Yeah. Well, hey, hey everybody, I'm going to propose this uh, is that it seems like we're already pretty prepared for takeoff. So I think uh, so. you'll join me and I hit the big red button on our spaceship. Uh, let's dive right in. This will require some context for our listeners. And this is jumping ahead for a sec. This is what we're Wait. doing. We're starting N Media Res here for a second. Oh, uh, okay. Rory, Rory's taking it. There's a scene in this episode that I just don't feel we can wait to talk about where Bianca masturbates uh, a baton for about a solid minute. <laughs> as she, she's, um, she's put, she's put hand lotion on, and so now her hands are too slippery. I, that's Tara, not Bianca, but no, I, that was fully with you. Gosh. That was that was Tara. I want to play the the audio of her and that and that baton in its entirety. Oh god! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Tara, are you gonna grab it or what? We're wasting precious time. I can't help it. That that cream made my hair all slippery. And now you've heard it. Uh, let's let's walk through the. <laughs> The synopsis. Uh, this yeah. is Beverly Hills Teens, episode 30, Death Valley 500. And uh, here we go. The teen club faces an underhanded opponent when they compete in the Death Valley 500 charity auto, ra- charity auto race mm-hmm. to that benefit come up homeless later. children. <laughs> now, I don't actually think this is a charity auto race. I think they're just doing a race for prize money, and they've decided ahead of time that they're going to give the prize money to kids. That's sort of so, what it seems like, because why else would the, why why are these spooky bad guys involved if it's just right? Like, do they <laughs> yeah. no. Team Viper? Team also, Viper. <laughs> this fucking speed it's racer a, villain. I I have I know this was made in the nineties when uh when oh it's seven, the eighties, my friend. Oh, the eighties. Okay, that makes that makes even more sense. Like I, it just. The capitalist glorification of this cartoon, excuse me while oh, I yeah. step on my this, soapbox. That, we've like, talked about this, that, but I would love to hear your your spin on it. I just, like, 
First of all, the idea that a bunch of rich kids from Beverly Hills would do anything for charity for anyone is absurd. Uh, right away, we're in fiction land. Um, yeah. And, and it... I just, there's so, like, the whole, everything, the, from from second one, from the from the first note of the horrible, I can't remember if it's a keytar or what the fuck starts this, excuse me, I would rather listen to you do it like that than the actual, like, it's, I would rather listen to you cronk your way through the Beverly Hills Teens theme song, than, like, it's, the whole thing is, like, it's, like, it's basically, like, a capitalist hymn. Yeah, well, Beverly Hills, there's uh, so many things that you can do. It's a bunch of rich kids doing rich kid things with rich kid money, and they even will, like, say things that belie, like, how completely out of touch with reality they are. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, like... I, I'm trying to remember the first. I'm trying to remember the first one. I mean, there's there's plenty of them. Yeah, the one where they're like, uh, "We're doing the we're doing this race for charity," and then one of them goes, "Couldn't we just send them the cash?" Okay, I hate yeah. all of you. Good question, though. <laughs> yeah, great <right>? question. <laughs> yeah, a rare a rare good salient point from Bianca. Yeah, <laughs> why don't you just give them the money rather than hide behind the pretense of some thrill ride first? No, if yeah. we don't win, then we can't donate money. That is, yeah. <laughs> but we but they win just by being alive. Doesn't that they count? do? Yeah, yeah. So this was my first, this was like my first time with any of these characters. Uh, and so I had some pretty yeah. strong reactions to each of them. Uh, Pierce being the most. Oh, uh, Pierce. Like, when, when, oh. He, when he goes, he has this line where he goes, Always. You know I'm a leg man. And it, yeah! and he sounds like that. He's he sounds like Seth MacFarlane doing one of those Ponzi British dudes in Family Guy. Like I'm uh-huh. like, is this is this real? Mm-hmm. Is this his real? Is this who he is the whole time? And the answer is yeah. yes. He's also, always on. Right after that, he's like doing the little simulation machine to test drive his car, and it is an unmoving stretch mm-hmm. of what is obviously Highway 101 in California. <laughs> and in yeah, the- I played Cruise in California. <laughs> In the bottom corner, it just says 500 plus miles per hour. And I'm like, 500 plus? Breaking yeah, a new I, land speed record, I, bud. I'm like, what? Wait, huh? I thought the whole race was 500 miles. What you don't understand. Yeah, exactly. It only takes an hour. Uh, you don't understand, <laughs> Kyle, is that uh, is that. These guys, these kids are from Beverly Hills, and everyone who lives in Beverly Hills is so rich that they have access to future technology that the regular humans don't have outside of Beverly Hills. And Boy, so- howdy, do they like, like, <laughs> like, uh, like label makers in their cars <laughs> and the and Daddy's soda machine. Daddy gave me the soda and as machine. As far as we know, they don't go to school, so that's also pretty cool. <laughs> no, instead of school, they have Teen Club. Teen Club. Right. Could they? <laughs> couldn't they have named yeah. it something? <laughs> couldn't they have named it something with that implied what they do? Because Teen Club. They teen. No, they teen. They do. They yeah. They teen. I spend my days teening. <laughs> that, would, that, that would be like that would be like if we formed a club uh, and called it Lunch Club, and we met every day at noon for lunch. Oh, you mean like the Breakfast Club? <laughs> Uh, you know what you know what andy you know what andy (laughs) but based on your experience with these characters do you honestly think there's a more applicable 
adjective? Like, do you know anything about them besides the fact that they're teens? No, and, I mean, and their and their location. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, in universe, in universe, it's like. Oh, that makes sense. What the fuck else would it be called? You know, like why? Like why? Why would yeah. they call it anything other than Teen Club? Because they don't do anything but are teens. But, out, <laughs> but, but as someone who who uh, was repeatedly taken out of the out of the narrative universe. Oh, by, you were taken out, were you? Yeah, I was. I was once or twice removed from uh, my suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Unthinkable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. It was. It seems a little uh, like one of the first moments was when um, the girl who later I found out had a name and it was Tara was like, "Oh, yeah. my stars," and I'm like, "What? Who?" We, it's <laughs> weird. She's, she, it's like she doesn't live in Beverly Hills. She she just came from her plantation <laughs> and and just kind of wandered in. It's very strange her whole concept. She's um, like, "My dear friend yeah. Shep Huntley lives in Beverly Hills, and I thought I would pay him a visit." <laughs> uh there's there's also there's a really weird moment um with uh, that vr simulator uh where he gets pierce gets really sick because he's going so fast uh-huh. and and so he gets sick and then i think it's troy who is next to him who's like come on hot dog i'll help you <laughs> and i and i don't know why he calls him a hot dog other than to set up why to for him to because he's feeling sick say please don't mention hot dogs but like why why does yeah. he call him a hot dog? What you never you never called you one don't of call your, your friends hot dog? Yeah, you don't call <laughs> your friends <laughs> hot dog. Call each other hot dog. <laughs> we do that all the time. I'm sorry, hot dog. Well, Austin, you and I were almost there. I almost was at a place where I was going to call you hot dog, but I think you just fucked yourself. And I'm never going to do that. We're never going to get to that friendship level now. Um, can I say the absolute worst piece of dialogue in this entire episode happens pretty early on. Um, they're all having a conversation after Pierce does the hot dog bit and Mm -hmm. all the other teens are talking. And then Chester, who is the nerd who would never get to hang out. He would never get to hang out with these kids. They would all. He's also uh, younger than all of them. They would all socially ostracize him and make him want to kill himself. That's how that would actually go in real life. But yeah, uh, these terrible, terrible people. Yeah. But so, so he says they're all talking and then it's a cut shot to a different panel where Chester is. And he just goes, for instance, and starts talking. But <laughs> uh, just before just before we give too much uh, airtime to sympathizing for Chester, let's just let Kyle know of his uh, many sex crimes. Oh, well, yeah. no, no, I, I, I'm, don't, don't get me wrong. The first thing you see of him is that he makes a sex robot in the intro scene. <laughs> yes, and, like, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. like in the song, he's he is not innocent. There are there are no, no. There, there are no clean souls in the Beverly Hills no, team club. He definitely <laughs> also joins all of the boys hooting it up. Yes. The, the, the girls reveal their their outfit, their looks, race outfits, yeah, their raid outfits, yes. and the, their race outfits, and the boys just just are become animals. They just for cat, a solid they just minute cat call their friend for a solid minute. <laughs> All right. All right. Hot is right, totally volcanic. Aren't you all like friends? Don't you all like hang out? Oh my god! It's either they're being really supportive or they're just you know. <laughs> 
I just Poppins. I just couldn't Poppin rocks. I just couldn't get over the fact where he's just like, for instance, blah 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 blah. I'm like, no one even talked to you. What, no what, one asked you. What are Chester. you? What are yeah. you for instancing? <laughs> okay, uh, I want to take the baton a little bit because I want to make sure we get to talk about the guacamole engine. Can you grab it? Can you even? Can you even get your hands around <laughs> I'm gonna, the baton? I'm gonna squeeze the baton from your hands a couple times. Uh, uh, maybe so use my other hand so it feels different. But uh, <laughs> the team you, you're talking about how uh, how uh, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance breaks into the teen compound and dumps. Oh, yes. oh, are you talking about Spooky Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh, the Brooklyn Ninja? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put guacamole in the engine, you. Well, he—that's uh, the thing—is he didn't put guacamole in the engine. He put some sort of chemical X in the engine that, when combined with engine and engine fluid, becomes guacamole. Like diagetically, it's pretty, fa- it's pretty fancy. Diagetically, it becomes guacamole. Like that's what we're led to believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. pretty strange. He's also got that weird magic bomb that deflates tires. It, the, <laughs> <laughs> with electricity. Yeah. In in the context of this, in the context of this, we're we're talking about the, the, the rival team. They are sabotaging cars. I have I have two giant questions. I fully don't understand what's going on. Uh-huh. A of all, when we get to the race, there are clearly only two teams. How does mm-hmm. the teen club not know who sabotaged them? <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's question, that's question well, one. Actually, Andy, when we get to the race, there's eight cars that start the race. But the no. narrative quickly leaves behind the other six participating teams. But are you are you sure that they're, that's that's true? Or is it just the other cars waiting for the relay? Because this is a relay race. It's well, there a are, relay right? there are, race. There are eight of them, and there's only three cars per team. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, so okay, but the, we never, ever get to see any of the other participants whatsoever. This is no, true. Especially <laughs> when there is a legit checkpoint where all cars are supposed to be waiting. Yeah. To take mm-hmm. the baton, and maybe literally every other team member got uh, uh, got oiled. Maybe the oil just got them all because they didn't. Maybe have, they don't have crazy Morphe James Bond cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, my second question is: they have at least they have two of their cars just horribly destroyed. They're down two cars, but and they have three left. But there were only three laps in the race, so shouldn't they have had six if they were going to have two teams competing? Or were they all one team, and they somehow thought all five cars could take part? Except there's only three laps. Is this honestly your biggest question, Andy? <laughs> no, it's a it's a good point. I'm just saying, if you're going to bother writing in sabotaging two of the cars and then saying, well, we still have three left, and then three is all you need for the race? What yeah. the fuck are you doing? No, no, that's... You've used two words here that I would contest. Uh, bother and write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... No. <laughs> Andy, uh, yeah, I I hadn't even thought of that until you. I was so busy being upset <laughs> at literally everything else about this show that I had I had missed the most obvious plot hole. <laughs> it's just so weird. At least write in like a two minute scene about how you have to go borrow some cars from your dad or something. Like I don't fucking care. But why do that? It's so weird. It's important to note that even though it didn't make it to the actual race, Pierce's car, his hood ornament, is a bust of himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, last last week we watched an episode where he answers the phone at his house and the phone is a giant – the phone receiver is a giant <laughs> gold statue of Pierce. That, uh, um, that's – that. It, it gets worse then. I see what you said. <laughs> Oh, uh, also, uh, I, we didn't mention this, but the last thing 
Um, the last thing that uh, um, emo Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh says before he leaves the garage <laughs> yes. is is oh my god! All right, mission accomplished. And just for good measure, one final bad deed. Like he's gonna do something extra bad, and then he just does the same thing he did the first thing. Like he just pours some yeah. fluid. In. <laughs> We're gonna win this charity, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna the babies win this. are gonna know that money came from us. That's <laughs> our charity. That's Team Viper charity, Yug. Uh, yeah. We okay. This is a this is a, a a relay race where there is an actual baton. So yeah, they have to like drive up and pass the baton to the next person in the other car, and somehow they fuck that up a couple times. Uh, but this race is just stupid. Yeah. I, yeah. I I mean I can't even I can't even go down the list of reasons why it's frustrating, but uh, mostly mostly what the what the race is is a uh, a vehicle for uh, getting a couple characters in to have some like you know one on one character funny moments which are not that funny no and then also opportunity for Chester to do his James Bond Q powers remotely with the cars that he's souped up because of the the sabotage. Uh, and right. he's giving them all crazy shit. That apparently the second time he can't be bothered to do because he's busy eating a <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's busy. Uh, I, also, I, I take umbrage with the fact that this race apparently starts immediately upon uh, leaving their homes in Los Angeles. You can't get you can't get to out of you can't get out no. of L.A. Within, from Beverly Hills in less than like three hours. First of all, I don't care how rich you <laughs> yeah. are. And second of all, uh, L.A. <laughs> County is not that green. I don't know. Like, I know this was made in the 80s, but the pollution was worse then. I feel like I, I feel like whoever I feel like this is someone's like fantasy of what Los Angeles looks like. Come live your fantasy in Beverly Be- Hills. Come on and make your dreams come there. true. Ooh, ooh. All right. We well, didn't okay. sell all our water to Nestle yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, I want to I want to mention briefly that there is one good thing in this episode. One like okay. actual oh, just one. actual surprise that I was like, really? Like, because it it happened constantly, and that's two out of three of the cars of our main characters are piloted by the ladies. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. I like that. I also like that you said piloted. As opposed to driven. Well, that's because I guess oh. one of them one of them is a plane. Yeah, that's so. why I used the word piloted because it is not simply a car; it is a car. Pl- it is a Batmobile. Though yes. the uh, the animation when that car gets air is aside from a, aside aside from like a straight up air that we've seen before, like you know the wrong character model. This car just moves up a cliff it's 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 almost indescribable how bad they they just take this car and it's it's like it's it's like if you were a kid with a like a paper model and you just slid it up into the air it's quite odd dude and and this car this car driven by uh bianca who is again the wonderful voice of sailor moon oh my god (laughs) yes she's not always bianca but this is absolutely this is a this is a terry hawks uh bianca episode so hold on yes the the girl voicing this the girl voicing bianca also voiced sailor moon oh yeah she's the she's the one who voiced most of the first uh couple seasons of sailor moon in the english dub because my first thought upon hearing bianca's character voice was who's who let somebody's mom into the team club i think it needs polka dots to hide all those tacky grease spots (laughs) oh dude dude i know oh 
Terry Hawks is my goddamn hero, though. I swear to God, she's she's done so much to help me enjoy Sailor Moon above and beyond the Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but 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 she she and and Pierce are are in this car that's about to become a plane. But a giant boulder, a giant boulder, is pushed onto the road. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know things escalate because the first trap was a little bit of oil on the turn, and then you know. They get Wiley Coyote in this bitch and <laughs> drop a giant boulder to murder these people. Um, and then, yeah, they hit a button in this car. Well, no, before they hit a button. Oh, I want to hear. No, I have. Before, yeah, before they go up the side of the cliff, uh, we should also. Here's another full clip job we should do is yes, her and Pierce okay. arguing between left and right. And, and the, wow. the line that finishes out is Pierce finally just screams. I was hoping you'd say that. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> oh my god. There's, there's a couple like, there's a couple of moments I want to address that are just chronologically slightly before this. The first is that I hate that the commentator, all that she talks about is the aesthetics of the cars and the outfits. She's <laughs> yeah. like no she's not giving any uh, any valuable insight into what uh little race mechanics there actually are. She's just like, look how cute everything is. I'm like, it's Beverly yeah, that's, uh, that's Beverly Hills. She's Chester's older sister. That's Brenda McTech. Okay. McTech? I don't even want to touch that. Um the the <laughs> There's somebody who said, oh, it's Bianca. They're driving. And she asks him for the soda. And he says, are you crazy? And she goes, I'm not crazy. Just thirsty. And the way she says it makes me think she's oh, going to yeah. try to eat his, suck the brains out of his ear. <laughs> and then uh-huh. the last. Or the, fuck the brains out of him. I don't one know. One like, the what other. kind of thirsty are we talking about? <laughs> the, the final <laughs> thing. And this was the thing that. Uh, actually kind of... I, I've been playing a lot of Control recently. I picked it up on the Epic oh, Games so Store good. for cheap. Mm-hmm. It's very good. But uh, because of the nature of that game, the shot where the car is moving, but Pierce is not... Oh, dude. Dude, I know. She's, <laughs> she's driving off-road, and it's, like, bumping all over the place, and he... To save animation frustration is perfectly stationary in the frame <laughs> while the car bucks around him. <laughs> but he's slightly <laughs> elevated so that we kind of are supposed to infer, right? That he's not yeah, seated. Yeah. But it's, it's uh-huh. quite lazy. <laughs> but it's, it's, some, it's some like mind fucky shit. It's not, it's, uh, if you look at it for even more than half a second, you're like, oh, that, that's not how that's supposed to go. <laughs> I, I also, God. I also love Brenda McTech giving commentary in the helicopter uh, as she explains just after this car has turned into a plane that Team Viper is cheating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay, because we're all rich here. We all cheat. So, you know, it's assumed. Well, there's so much wrong with that. First of all, like, they know that Team Viper is cheating, but everybody's kind of just down with it. Second of all, is a plane not also cheating? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) For a while, I thought that maybe they'd finish the race while flying. I was like, oh, are we allowing this? Are we done now? (laughs) Have we stopped? (laughs) Oh, Sharon God. breaks over. Uh, let the homeless kids know that who, where their money came from, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that gets us to our sort of final race segment. Yeah. Oh, my God. Radley and Tara and fucking uh, her hand, her her face cream that made her hands all slippery. And we can play the whole clip again right here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta... I can't help it. 
I would yeah. even go so far as to say slow it down and watch the technique because uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a there's a learning opportunity here. I feel like yeah. Oh, it, oh at God. first, it's just kind of a an audio gag. Like there's like womp womp. It's an uh, it's a very silly noise. Uh, then we cut to the visual, and she is really. Uh, Putting, putting taking some, the baton. Putting some wrist motion. She's doing. It's, it's, it's called a handoff. It's called a <laughs> mm, a yeah. baton handoff. Is hey, can you hand doing. me off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite. My favorite thing about this race segment, this final one, is that uh, like the, the the escalation of the danger from Team Viper has uh, gone uh, another giant leap because yeah. now yeah. they have death lasers. <laughs> now death they're lasers. just. Now they're just Dr. Evil. They've been to Laser Tag Academy, and they're ready to... <laughs> my f- my favorite thing is is the wink, the bad guy, like, the third bad guy. As he drives up, he's like, wink! And I'm like, oh, so he's, like, coy while he tries to laser them to death? Oh, yeah, he's got, now, he's got a sense of humor about it. Yeah. I have to give the show a little bit of credit, because I was not expecting them to have a any other driver models designed. Uh, mm-hmm. we only see that first, the first leg driver is the guy who is the, who is the, uh, the saboteur, a, the saboteur. And then they don't show anybody for the second leg. And I'm like, D- are they also handing it off or not? Do no, they, they took a break. <laughs> so we do get a third driver, um, mm-hmm. which I, again, have to give them some, some credit for actually going out of their way to animate. Uh, yes, I, I like I his... guess if we're if we're trying to throw credit, if we're really trying to throw some, yeah, I guess they can have it. He's got like a skull tooth mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. The the things that threw me immediately in this segment were uh he lasers their car and the car is fine, first of all. Oh and, yeah. But as he lasers the car, Surfer Bro dives on Tara to make sure neither of them get hit by the laser. <laughs> Who's driving the car? Yeah, nobody's driving the car. Radley doesn't care. Radley's got other concerns. You know, he's sort of evolved beyond. Yeah, the surfing daddy needs to get back to the water. I wasn't oh positive, God. but was this his first line of the whole episode? <laughs> no, he's he had a, I think he, he spoke a... at the beginning. Okay. Uh, but oh my God, when they win, so they win, right? Like she. I just want to get her back mirror. to the bitch. Oh, well, you got to rem- yeah. you got to remember he he she doesn't use her mirror to to defeat the laser. The guy shoots her mirror with his laser, yeah. and it just so <laughs> happens that mirrors are his one weakness. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, but when they win and they cross the finish line, Radley has the best line I think maybe I've ever heard, which is like me too, man. It's back to the water for this surfing daddy. I truly hunger for cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> he truly hunger for cowabunga. He hunger for cowabunga. God. He, um, what I think, an incredible. I think the most realistic thing to happen in the entire episode was how empty the stands were when they pulled into the finish line. Yeah, there's like 30 <laughs> people there. <laughs> In a show where it costs them nothing to fill it, they didn't have to actually sell yeah. any tickets. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, if 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 we're even thinking that this race was for charity, the only way that it's for charity is if they make a spectacle out of it and get people to bet and get people to watch and charge ticket right. prices and stuff. Like, yeah, this is clearly Who not a benefits? charity race. This is this is like two rich barons bet their their teen clans against each other <laughs> to like fight for glory and money this is kind of a hunger games scenario well let's Ugh. let's let's analyze that a little bit 
they one Baron bets their teen clan, the other sends what appear to be fully grown adults. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> adult assassins. Just fucking spies. <laughs> like I there's there's so much of this episode of this show. I was just like what the actual fuck am I watching? I feel like they really should have just stolen those cars and then sold, sold yeah. them. Just chop shop those cars, man. The absurdity of the, the put premise. guacamole in the engine. <laughs> the, the very premise of this episode that a bunch of hyperbolically rich Beverly Hills teenagers are participating in a charity race like it, no. it, it, none of it would ever happen it, it from from the word go it would all just be it, it, first of all you assume that these people have empathy and then you <laughs> yeah. assume that the way they choose to express their empathy is by competing in a race to win yeah, motor prize money race. yeah a motor vehicle death <laughs> race to win prize money to then give to homeless children like i also love that we never see in this whole this this show has also brought up like orphans and it has yeah benefactor random benefactors of different things that the teens do and we never see them depicted ever it's it's such a lazy way of constantly trying to make them slightly more empathetic is that uh-huh. they sometimes supposedly give their ri- their rich people money to less rich people but we never see it it's never really it's never really part of the show proper. if you never draw homeless teens like they, <laughs> they're not people you know to this show like they're not they're not people yeah they're, they're no. you know they're the homeless <laughs> it's like that they would have, be a real bummer if we drew them you guys <laughs> <laughs> Well, it would ruin the illusion, right? Well, I, I assume the point of this show is that when one watches this show, one is to feel as though one is also a Beverly Hills teen. That well, you that know, they, yeah. they they are so they're so uneven with how they portray uh, these characters and as well as wealth. Like, so for one thing, characters are both fabulously generous and fabulously obscene in in the same breath. Like you, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they just have no idea how normal people view the actions of the rich and fabulous. Uh-huh. Um, but then the other thing about it is that uh, they're not really nothing about this show really ultimately revels in wealth. It's a science fiction show, kind of like everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like yeah, alternate dimension. It's more. It's their their car invent. Like their flying car is cooler than. Pierce's golden statue. Right, yeah. but the, the the wealth, the... Uh, the, the wealth funds it. It's a sort of Wayne Enterprises situation. I get yeah, that. <laughs> the, wealth, well, it's, the wealth is insidious. It, the, the entire, nothing in the show could exist without the underlying premise that they are correct, all correct. hyperbolically and infinitely Well, no, wealthy. because Chester's, uh, you know, Chester's an inventor. Right. I could almost and... see Chester having some sort of income because of selling his shit. But I where, could almost see that. Yeah, well, yeah, but except he doesn't have to because he's hyperbolically wealthy and he can. Yeah, he comes from the McTech yeah, family that yeah. can afford a helicopter for their daughter. His last name is <laughs> McTech. That's basically like calling him. His first name might as well be Silicon Valley. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he might as well be hero protagonist. That's how on the nose his name is. <laughs> 
God, it it makes me think of like not to to to, to like make a, a Parks and Rec reference. It's like a whole show full of Bobby Newports, <laughs> yes. like just mm-hmm. these just these rich idiots who don't really like they have a, they have their hearts in the good place, but they don't have a sense of how just completely awful they are in their whole existence. Yeah, to view them, how how the experience of actually seeing them behave is, is yeah so complex. <laughs> Kyle, I know your brain is hurting. Um, why don't we relieve that pressure with a word from one of our sponsors? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Rory. Oh, what? Whoa, okay, fine. If you're going to be like that, I won't even let you do this sponsor. Don't let me do it. Toss it to Austin. See what I care. Oh, no, but I really did want you to do it. I have now no. taken an no. even firmer stance, and I'm definitely not doing it. <laughs> Why don't you both do it? Can you both Can you both participate on this particular sponsor, Rory, if the mood we'll takes see. you? <laughs> you kind we'll of see. insulted both of us now. <laughs> Well, fuck me, because I just wanted to get some money out of corn for men. You should have thought about that uh-huh. before you started throwing shade around. I don't think I'm doing... Austin, yeah. are we just going to not talk about corn for men for the well, next two minutes? Well, I'm torn. I'm torn for men um, because I do really love this product. I'm a really big fan of this product, so I... Product, I, product is a weird way to describe R&B sensation, corn for men. <laughs> Well, I'm, of course, talking about their self-titled debut album, Corn, Corn for Men. And so that that product, I guess, is the album that they're selling. The vinyl um, sure. is, you know, something I've been wild about. Uh, can you tell me about some of their songs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's my favorite. I know, Rory, I know you have your favorite in a moment, but there's my favorite just called uh, Aw Shucks. Aw Shucks, that's pretty good. I like Don't Hold My Hand in the Corn Maze. Uh huh. Yeah, that's kind of a spooky love story. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of love story. Uh huh. I like them spooky. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> are they? Uh, are they coming? Are they coming to our town? Uh, so we're in the middle of a pandemic, Andrew, and we're not doing live <laughs> live music venues. Yeah. So they're they're doing they're doing a Zoom version of the play Our Town that they are putting on. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> which is which is kind of fun using corn dolls using really pretty <laughs> adorable corn dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dried husks uh, <laughs> made wow. for you know for good hair um, <laughs> and make for good sort of period vests uh, for the play our town, um, <laughs> which you kind of need a lot of good costume design uh, for that for the play our town. Well. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys for telling me about the newest, the newest thing that should be on all of your Spotify lists. Don't thank us because honestly, you really are on thin ice with the two of us, but (sighs) yeah, we'll do it for, for corn for men. Okay, we're back. We have left the uh, the the world of insane wealth, and we've entered Thank outer God. space, uh, which presumably took some insane wealth to get to. But uh, but these kids, wh- while they're very cool, they don't seem to be at least overflowing pockets of pockets overflowing with coins. Certainly not Doyle. He uh, only has thirty five space bucks. Yes, <laughs> and he works at a pizza. He's a waiter <laughs> at a pizza shop. This is the most normal galaxy bound teenager ever. <laughs> He's a little spaced out though. Uh, I think. 
Oh God! Uh, uh, I, I, hashtag spaced out. Teams. Yeah. So this is this is Galaxy High episode two. It's called Pizza's Honor, oh, and uh, here's uh. the here's the synopsis. Doyle has to deliver a hundred of Luigi's pizzas to Tremble Hall on the haunted planet of Tingler. Uh. Beef and his bonk bunch follow along to prove that the Earth Boy is a big cackalack. Closest Earth equivalent, chicken. Wow. (laughs) We talked about this a little bit off air. We picked when we picked these two shows, there was uh, an an assumption that Galaxy High was just an abject stinker with Beverly Hills. And it is sort of stolen our hearts. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one, Kyle. Oh, Rory, Galaxy High, uh, Galaxy High showed up with a lot of uh, a lot of integrity, especially when it's really when, when you when you juxtapose <laughs> Galaxy High with Beverly Hills Teens, the it's the, true. Con- the you, contrast is as we have wild. <laughs> it's wild. It's like it's like what if what if somebody made a cartoon for the sole purposes of making money? Like, like, and it was absolutely hollow and vapid in every way. And then next to that, you have yeah, man. somebody who had what is categorically a bad idea, but executed it with all the heart they could Medium muster. efficacy. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they, they, they did their best, and it shows. And I can't help but respect Galaxy High. Um, my initial reaction yeah. upon hearing the theme song was. I thought the main characters were named Jamie and Kyle because the vocoder was not super great. And so <laughs> what I I, no. I spent the whole episode thinking that was their names until I heard them clearly spoken by other characters. Uh, yeah. To be fair, Jamie's not that far from Amy. No. Uh, and Kyle and no. Doyle sound sort of the same in a vocoder. Yeah. Um, now, now, Doyle, tell us what you think about. Oh, <laughs> I, ah, damn. I had a feeling. I, I had a feeling I would step into this. That's okay. That happens a lot, huh? I did this to myself. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird because with Galaxy High, I feel like it constantly commits sins that I've complained about on this podcast in the past over the last three years. Just constantly. And yet, I don't care. You know why? It's like, there's so, like, like what you said, there's an integrity about it that makes me not care so much. Yeah, and because you watched it with Beverly you, Hills teens. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's real. The, but, you know, it's kind of like it's doing it's doing the, the, the like, ooh, goofy word for goofy word's sake. Like, right at the very top, Amy's at the pizza parlor, and the, her and her, her lady friends have ordered a large mozzarella pizza. Hold the scugglies. Yep. And it's like... <laughs> That's nothing. That's so nothing. Dumb. And it's not even funny. Well, you but, can't like, have scugglies before anyway. a hot date. <laughs> but, but nowhere in the episode does anyone does anyone break that bit. The mozzarella pizza no. hold the scugglies. No, it comes up at thing. least one more time in the same like in the same like oeuvre and like mindset. It's not nobody messes with it. And it's it's dumb, but they're honest with it. So Doyle is working at this uh, at this pizza place, and we we learned he got his job last episode, and um, it's just a kind of it's just a nonstop melee of of teens get you know teen horseplay in a pizza place. Yeah, yeah. it's like a two um, and a half minute yes. pizza montage. <laughs> I, I have to say, I have to say, having worked as a security officer in a Holly in a Hollywood Boulevard strip club, the feeling that I got <laughs> while watching this two-minute pizza montage, like, I, like, I, obviously it's 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 a it's a pizza place, but not a strip club. But the similarities were, I, <laughs> yeah. I was taken, 
I was taken back to the crowded, cramped space, a whole bunch of people moving and gross around me, uh, treating me awfully and uh, having um, and making uh, awful demands of me. As slurping Doyle, up your beverage. Yeah, as slurping my beverage, as it were. Yeah. And Doyle, uh, <laughs> and Doyle, I felt his pain. Um, in that moment. Uh, so yeah. then a spooky envoy from Planet Tingler arrives to order yeah, 100 pizzas. a hard pizzas. left turn for this show's <laughs> tone. Can we just, uh, can we just, uh-huh. can we just all acknowledge that it's called Planet Tingler? Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, we need a minute, we need a second. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's why supposed to it? invoke Spine why? Tingler, but it doesn't at all. It really, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But that's and that's me reaching for some sort of name yeah, elasticity yeah. there. But but because of it, it I have to. Uh, Planet Tingler is the reason we chose this episode because when we were looking at the the, the fucking <laughs> synopsis and it's like has to make a pizza delivery to the haunted planet Tingler. Yeah. How are we not going to watch it? I mean, I know we were watching in order, oh. but like, there's no way we could have skipped episode two. It's absurd. No. no, I I love this premise actually. I love it's because I don't think. <laughs> I didn't realize the show could go in this direction so quickly on episode two (laughs) because we're we're set up with just like high school hijinks, right? Yeah. In the first episode, it's kind of restricted to the high school. And suddenly we're two minutes into a pizza montage. Well, and constant shitting on Doyle. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Well, we're two minutes into into a pizza montage and suddenly Satan himself arrives, you know, in a black cloak. Uh. You know, in the middle of to a order pizza restaurant. Pizzas. <laughs> to order a hundred pizzas to yeah. the planet Tingler for his benefactor, right? You know, the idea like, that you send a hologram to go to a pizza yeah. joint to place a takeout order, but it but it's a delivery order because you're a hologram and you're not actually gonna take it with you. It just there, there's I, I felt like there could have been an uh there could have been a less runaround. Um, but it, it, yeah. there, there had to be an easier way to do this. <laughs> There's a bit of clunkiness in general with the way that they, they sort of try to, like, in the second half of the episode, they realize they should have some B-plots or something, <laughs> and they kind of throw <laughs> some yeah. other characters in. But it's really, it's just one single A-plot, this whole thing with uh, yeah. Doyle turning right. his pizza. Can we take a brief moment to mention Beef and the Bonk Bunch? Beef. Oh my we- god, yes. <laughs> oh, we, okay, heart. we're going to do this every week. We're going to do this every week. We did it last week with Amalia. We're doing it this week again. Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys is fucking art, and I don't Beef care. Beef Bonk and the Bonk Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice if he was wearing it at the beginning, but at the end of the show, he's wearing a shirt like a... It says like Earth a cut off, A cut-off belly shirt that says Earth Stinks. Yeah, he's wearing it the whole episode. Um, yeah. He, oh, hide. He, he puts Zoom Juice in his car. Car, which I can only I'm assume. Sorry, hold on, hold on. He puts Zoom Juice in the Beef Mobile. Oh, it's the Beef Mobile. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I I feel like uh, I feel like Zoom Juice is just a can of whoop ass for cars. No, it's, um, it's yeah. it sounds like something out of like the like the Space Orcs. It does. It yeah. absolutely yeah. Some Warhammer 40k <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I the only literally the only time that I felt anything other than abject disdain for beef and the bonk bunch was when beef stuffed tiny slime into a can. And I was like, (laughs) how dare you abuse tiny slime? (laughs) I know. Oh, tiny slime's name is Earl. No, it's no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It it is. No, I don't. So I don't know the name of that egg bastard, but I don't like the egg bastard. (laughs) Um, You mean Roland? 
Okay, he's yeah, Roland. Roland. His yeah, name is Roland. Like, could you pick a more regular ass white dude name? Like, he's a space alien. Yeah. Why is his name Roland? Yeah. <laughs> like, I do like that he's kind of a total like paste eating dork, and he's hanging yeah. out with the jock with like the jock. He's one of the bonk boys. Yeah. Um, but the bonk boys are kind of <laughs> yes. losers. Yeah. And totally. they're not like other football team members. It's just like some. You know. They're just they're scary so, losers. At this right. point, at at this point, we've sort of everybody's been hyping up how scary Tingler is, and Doyle does not want to go on a delivery. <laughs> That's true. Which is when when no. Luigi Bouncy takes him outside for a pep talk, and <laughs> so Luigi Bouncy is this uh, is this strange little bouncy man who's incredibly <laughs> affectionate. And just yeah. like, he's constantly yes. hugging, hugging on his butt and hugging on he his. Kisses a so robot funny. on the lips. He kisses he, a robot on the lips. Yeah. He gives. He gives quite possibly the worst mentor figure advice ever. He's like, he's like, <laughs> do it for my honor, uh, my no, do it for the honor of pizza. It's not. No, it's not <laughs> that. That is at least diegetic. The thing that he does is he goes. He goes, you have to do it. What will everyone think of you if you don't? And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Nice advice, That's not Luigi. good. That's not good mentor advice. No. It's actually, it's actually really skeezy when you think about this like, like middle-aged pizza parlor owner talking to his teen employee and being like, eh, fucking the other teens, the, those teen girls will laugh your ass off like if you don't do this thing for me that I need you to do. <laughs> yeah, that's real it's gross. It's kind of like weird. It's kind of it's kind of gross or he's just like yeah. trying to make him scared in teen ways and then invoking the the honor of pizza. It's pizza's <laughs> no, honor. I do I do appreciate the reveal uh that is not addressed or even given a second thought where he takes off his hat and his hair is the shape of his hat. And his hair is the shape yeah. of the chef's hat. Yeah. And then he just Oh my god, it's well, so good. And then he just puts that I thought back it was on. the other way around. I assumed his hat sort of formed to the hair cuz it's not a normal uh. chef's hat. It doesn't matter. It, it's the same. It's the same effect. It's <laughs> yeah. incredible. Yeah. It, it is funny. It was a nice touch. It uh, was a nice touch. So Doyle has, he takes off for Planet Tingler. Uh, he has a, a small altercation with Beef Bong and the Bonk Boys uh, during Planet Fall. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> also, did, and that, that leads. That sounded pretty cool where, he, where they're like, Planet Fall. In five, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, oh yeah, they did no a little Man's bit of research Sky to now, what it's yeah. called when you come back in. <laughs> I was like, oh, Atmo. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and we should mention the Beef Bonk and the Bonk Bunch uh, decided to. Are we ever going to say their name correctly? Tail him. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 decided to to tail him so that they can make him screw up the order and therefore fuck everything up. Right. They uh, think that yeah. Tingler is not actually cursed so they're gonna go to the not cursed planet to make doyle think the planet's cursed it's a little bit of a <laughs> roundabout way to get them there but it pays off yeah um, they they crash yeah. and and uh, doyle meets uh okay i have rocky I have, rocky balboa <laughs> i have to, i have to say this this moment where he crashes and literally the first thing that happens is somebody comes up to him and goes hey yo i can fix that for you dude real reasonable huh I said I could fix your wheels for you. I'm like, is Tingler just the parking lot of the South Center Mall? Is that what this is? It would, like, it would be more unbelievable if they didn't play into it a little bit. Because he's he, he he says that Doyle must pay him, you know, 50 creds up front. Right. And Doyle says he only has 30. He's like, well, well, I haven't had, I haven't had, I've never had any business. So he's not even really a mechanic. <laughs> right. He's just yeah. a guy who's w willing to fix a car. Also, we should mention, he does look almost exactly like Zorak from Space Ghost with uh -huh. a big brain. 
And he talks like Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, he sounds like Rocky. It's <laughs> hey, man, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't worry, you. I'll fix up your space pizza mobile. And it, it leads to some pretty zany hijinks coming out of this. So for one, uh, Doyle needs to find where, uh, where to deliver his pizzas. And Muty directs him, oh, what are the map machine? Yeah, yeah, it, this must have been made in the 80s because only only someone in the 80s would conceive of hyperbolic future space tech as printing maps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, you got to insert a space coin. I thought it was a I thought it was just a regular plot convenience, but when they call back to it later, uh-huh. it was pretty pretty funny yeah. how much how much airtime the map machine got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and I like so so Beef Bonk and his boys, uh, they end up, you know, they're they're trying to find him so that they can prank him, right? Uh, but they've wrecked their ship too, so they're kind of fucked. And they they end up running afoul of a giant sentient tree with eyeballs and <laughs> and, and like who can walk around, yeah. And it chases them, and they end up at this mechanic, and the tree runs up, and and the mechanic goes, "Hey, yo, knock it off, Murray! Can't you see they're only high school kids?" I'm sorry, Beauty. Didn't know he was a friend of yours. I didn't know you knew them, Beauty. Yeah, as, as, as though and he doesn't say, "Oh, I didn't know they were high school kids." He says, "Oh, I didn't know you knew them." Because if you didn't yeah. know them, I would have eaten them. <laughs> yeah. So, but but this uh, kind of gets to the central joke of this planet that really doesn't get old is that everybody on Tingler is pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, generally, right. but are in on the joke, I guess that they're spooky. At least that's yeah. what Murray see. Murray seems to be scaring people just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all like weird rejects from horror films, essentially. Well, uh, all and their, there's all their penguin and penguin Draculas. Yeah. So <laughs> real real quick, we take a cut back to the pizza parlor where like the slickest amoeba ever shows up. Oh, you mean Ollie Oil Slick? Yeah, yep. I do I sure do. I sure do mean him, <laughs> Ollie Oil Slick. And the rest of the gang is there worried about Doyle. And I I was like completely taken aback by the um Captain Crunch cereal piece with wings that just starts crooning for no reason. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's because you have no context for the creep. Uh, is that the creep? is that who that is? is that that character's name? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. And he is this. He is this bee on a chain that is um sort of emotionally bonded to Amy in a, in a very toxic <laughs> way, but that is quite funny. Yeah, last week he fell in love with Amy and chained himself to her with his little chain, and she had to get it cut off because he was just trying to spend every waking moment with her. <laughs> yeah, now he's kind of just sitting on the table with essentially the equivalent of like a ball gag in his mouth, just like yeah. sitting around like waiting to be subjugated. Yeah, it's, uh, there's the, the I, I feel like, uh, I feel like the the writers of Galaxy High had some shit they needed to work through. Oh, we didn't yeah. talk about, we missed the point. Before Doyle even leaves for Tingler, he gets a send-off from everybody at the pizza place. And one of the hot girls that Amy hangs out with yeah. has oh, yeah. this sort of like symbiotic neck uh, boa that is, mm-hmm. you know, sort of a, sort of a Jadzia Dak situation that wraps itself around, <laughs> around Doyle. Yeah. And- is that the Bart Simpson one? This is Wendy Garbo. She talks with the sultry voice. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it should be noted that she says, He must have the Relucas of a mocha. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I don't know what Relucas are, but she's really wanting to touch his Relucas. Yeah. And, uh, and they're nuts. They're nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, 
I I've I've seen a mocat before, and uh, their relookas are something to are something to mention. <laughs> uh, if he has they're prodigious, if he has the yeah, they're pro did. If he has the the relookas like a mocat, I mean he's he should be fine on Tingler because yeah, he's good to go. They don't have any mocats uh, on Tingler because if they did, their relookas would just level the place. <laughs> I want to talk about the penguin Draculas. Yes, please. please, please talk <laughs> I've waited about enough. Them. I've done my tax. I paid my tax of listening to your bullshit. I want to talk about the penguin Draculas. Do it. Do it. Talk about them. You guys. So, so, uh, our boy Doyle, uh, he has the map and he sort of makes his way to spooky castle where he's got a, he has, so all the hundred pizzas are inside of a little robot. Allegedly. Guess, somehow. Allegedly. Yeah, there's some yeah. weird space, uh, technology. The hundred pizzas are never shown on screen except when they are being eaten. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've sort of become fully engorged, uh, you know. I guess in the in the castle, but Yikes. so so Doyle Doyle sets off with a little robot off there, and then meanwhile uh, we have the beef bonk of the bonk bunch, and they get waylaid by both some big angry mushrooms that start chasing them, and also. Penguin Draculas. Yep. <laughs> and not just penguin vampires, but like, these are Draculas, definitely. All they got the big high collar. Also, they're penguin, dra- like, they're flying. They're flying, which I feel like, yeah. which I feel like is a little disingenuous. Well, vampires do the bat thing, yeah, right? But so, you know, they're just they're just sort of combining stuff in a really fun way that I think is not, and that's unique, you know, and that's why people love Galaxy High so much. That, you know, it's a unique take on You're right. That is classic why. concepts and Dracula. I think it plays. And, you know, people can't <laughs> fly, but vampires can and that's a good point. Penguins that's can't, can't either. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so okay. So I think we even since a team decided to reject your joke. <laughs> <laughs> so so Doyle makes it to the mansion and is and mouths off so hard to the manservant. He's just like, give me my money, bit like not he's like doesn't do it yeah. quite like that, but like basically he's just like, Where's my money? I brought you your pizza. And I'm just like, This is where, where how, yeah. how do you still have a job? Yeah, you got to come in and smoke them out for a little bit. Yeah. First. <laughs> but then everybody, but then like the master of the house shows up and is like, he's like, everyone's so grateful for your pizzas. And he gets like Prince Ali into the room. They like literally pick him up and are like, Doyle, Doyle. And then there's like a, another pizza, another two minute pizza montage. And he's given like yeah, a dude. fat wad for like, Here's uh-huh. like I like that it's also dollar bills. Like we're in the yeah, <laughs> like like it's not like a like a cred stick or like some digital trend. It's like a fat wad of cash. So the cool reveal that happens here is, and you probably saw this coming if you've been watching the episode. But that it turns out also this nasty ghost house uh, is also a pretty chill place that's throwing a party. Yeah, and all these spookums <laughs> are just cool dudes. Yeah. yeah, the 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 main the main spooky guy is just a is just a Boris Karloff impression. And and nobody will deliver pizza to their spooky ass planet. And so it, I do like the lot. There is a little bit of internal logic there. Where it's like I, yeah, nobody really wants it. to come out to my planet. But you did. <laughs> the rest Ooh. of Doyle's friends, which is uh, basically. Um, Amy and her alien lady friends, and then the yes. the six armed kid who is literally just like a like a fat chubby nerd, but he's got six arms. I want to know more about his alien yeah, race. Yeah, Jimmy Neutron's friend. He's also a student council president. Well, That's Milo yeah, de Venus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so he shows up 
with every they they all show up together and they're like we will save you and there's a whole like anakin level wait 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 oh god i was gonna mention doyle's doyle's death screen yeah <laughs> he's finally at a place where people think he's cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've they've come in to pull him out yeah, he's missed it so much from being a, an earth jock. And and finally, these like old spooky 60-year-old men have given him what he needs. <laughs> now, the thing that I don't really understand here is Galaxy High is a school full of freaky monsters. And <laughs> right. where did they draw the line between what freaky monster is scary and what isn't? Because <laughs> yeah. everybody's a spookum. Everybody's spooky. Everybody has eight arms and six eyes and big sharp Okay, well, teeth. that's 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 really fucking racist. If yeah, that's some racist often. shit right there. Like, okay, um, no, I'm... you're right. You're right, right. You're right, right. Oh, we forgot to mention, too, though, that Muty, Muty tells Doyle to give him two. And <laughs> Doyle slaps... Because Muty, we haven't mentioned, has uh, lobster hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So give me <laughs> right, two is like yeah, 95. Yeah. And Doyle just takes two fingers and kind of slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> slaps him against <laughs> Muty's claw. It's pretty funny. Well, the and then the payoff is uh, Chef Boyardee and the raviolis are hanging out outside and waiting for, um, waiting for Doyle to come out so they can scare him out of his money. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's a pretty weak. It's a pretty weak plan. I gotta say, it's a pretty weak plan, <laughs> especially <laughs> considering everything that they have beheld so far. Um, uh huh. Like the like, I know the Penguin Dracula's gotten a big fight with the mushroom va- with the with the angry mushrooms. Yes, but like, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I know that that was the last <laughs> thing that happened to them, but they. I feel like they should be slightly more concerned at this point, but they just decide to do three kids in a trench coat. Uh, yeah, and um, Doyle unbeknownst to uh captain crunch and and the tricks kids uh doyle has acquired like aragorn or like aragorn going into the 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 crypts to retrieve the army Mm -hmm. of the dead to honor their pact so too has doyle emerged from spooky mansion (laughs) with an army of (laughs) Of ghosts of, of googly, of middle, googly middle-aged ghosts. Yeah, and he, <laughs> they then chase Benny and the Jets off into the sunset, basically. Right, yeah, right, I, it's, right. it's, it actually, like, I kind of felt good about it. I was really pleased that the, that Beef Bonk got the shit scared out of him. I Yeah, I hate especially him. because last episode ended on a, you didn't watch this, Kyle, but last episode ended on a really weird sort of sinister note oh. that left us feeling kind of... <laughs> You know, it's kind of a win for beef. So, so this one giving us a little more justice where it's due was, uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, more satisfying. Yeah, and when Doyle returns like a like a like a returning triumphant hero yeah. to the pizza parlor, and Luigi Luigi says, "You had the pizza's honor." Yeah, <laughs> you know, you really feel like you went somewhere. You really did. Uh-huh. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, pizza <laughs> is the glue that holds the universe together. We really learned something today about pizza. Can we talk about how (laughs) both of these episodes of the show had, like, just earth-shattering sign-offs? Like, absolute bangers of a a tagline. Very good. Like... Like uh-huh. pizza is the glue that holds the universe together, and <laughs> I truly hunger for Kawabunga are like yeah, man. Like wow, daddy needs daddy needs the sea. Yeah, I <laughs> I can't like honestly. Beverly Hills Teens was so awful, but if 
if you give me that you truly hung up a cowabunga at the end of it, I'm almost willing to watch a whole episode just to get to that line. Yeah. Bury my I, heart I, I, in I, the like... sands of Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watch BHT if it was Oops All Radleys. <laughs> um, so... There's there's one more one more thing about Galaxy High that I want to bring up, which is uh, it's a little bit more about uh, Ollie Oil Slick, this like amoeba cab driver. Yeah, who's kind of a jazz cat? Because this is not our first space cabbie that we have experienced no, on not. Saturday morning Tuesdays. Because you know what I mean. I really miss Seymour. <laughs> you know what I mean. I miss Seymour from Silverhawks, but I don't understand why space cabbies are such a thing that we need to depict. But literally just driving just a taxi cab, just <laughs> yes. in space too. And at the end here, when uh like for inexplicably he has a fancy video camera. I guess he's sort of like a movie maker on the sly. It's hard to tell. Fancy is a word. <laughs> to yeah, describe it's, it. it's you know, 80s fancy. And when Doyle is getting all of the kudos and shaking hands with the the very, very spooky old man, and they're all like, wow, Doyle's got fucking balls. He says, that kid's got the Ralukas of a mocap. He repeats <laughs> the line, and it really lent credence to that, and I really enjoy it. And I hope we hear it in another episode, but if we don't, I'm just still so pleased with that phrase. Oh, so we know for sure she's trying to get on those Malukas? <laughs> <laughs> She's looking to score tonight. <laughs> we had better we had better hear more about Malukas in, in future episodes. Or at least we better see a mocat. You know what I'm saying? Or both. Like I want to see a mocat. <laughs> it'll be it'll be a Pompoco. Uh, it'll be one of those Pompoco Tanuki with those big ass walls. I'm envisioning like like a weird like fuzzy space cat creature that is quite tiny and then just like it gets around on this giant nutsack that it just sort of like hops <laughs> up and down sort of like a yeah. like a like a like a my neighbor totoro vibe except all of the being is up in the little cat and all of the round is in this scrotum as it just bounces from yeah. place to place yeah. All of my round, all of the round is in my scrotum. <laughs> Have you seen my round? Oh, that's right. It's downstairs in my scrotum. That's all she scrote. Yikes. <laughs> I know you're very into my relucas. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, I mean, well, that's it. Yeah, I. We, it. we all we all have pizzas on her today. <laughs> You guys, we've looked at some pretty spaced out teens. Hashtag spaced out teens. A lot of relucas. Yes, and uh, man, we've just we're just pleased as punch, you guys. And uh, this is where not having a theme is kind of coming back to bite me in the in the relucas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like a but you know, you know what? We're having a great time. It's all thanks to Kyle. Oh, it's uh, oh, I you you do me too much honor. Uh, I pizza honor. You, you do treat me, me like honor. pizza. You do me too, <laughs> you, you do me too much a pizza honor. <laughs> can we? I, I know I should have brought this up in the episode, but can we talk about how his name's Luigi Labouncy? And when he points up at the sign on top of his building, it says it's his name is spelled spelled wrong. I saw that. There's no N. Yeah, Luigi Labouncy, pizza maker to the galaxy, is also bad grammar. I'm the pizza maker to the galaxy. Look, he's Italian. Anyway, it's, English is not his first language. I think it's to the stars, right? But this is some right. That yeah. Quite work. Also, yeah. I appreciate the way that he moves through the world being named Luigi. Uh, it's a very it. subtle Mario thing. It's a very subtle Mario Bros mm-hmm. thing, and it he's just bounce. He's just bouncing around and kissing people. It's so fun. <laughs> Luigi, I love his tender robot kiss. It's my favorite part. <laughs> 
It's not even a bit or anything. He just sees no, this robot and just plants it's just a the way he wet moves. <laughs> He's in love with this robot. He's like Chester. <laughs> These two shows have more in common than perhaps initially I would have liked. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> full of spaced out teens, it seems. Hashtag so, spaced out teens. Yeah. And, and yet not a moment of going to school in either one. That is true. <laughs> no. I mean, we encountered that last time we did a, a school arc, school again. So when we did that one, like, there's so little time spent in the classroom. Well, that's oh, the... Yeah, it's because it's cl- terrible for... That's the thing. Terrible terrible terrible. Terrible. Yeah. If you're not My Hero Academia, you the the, the going to school yeah. part isn't the plot. It's the, all the stuff right, you do right. outside even, of that. Even My Hero Academia only shows you the cool classes. When they say it's math, they all groan and we cut to a different... Different scene. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to watch math class. That's the opposite of fun. That people watch cartoons for fun, and making them watch cartoon math class is some sort of sick, twisted, awful garbage. <laughs> That's like. Wait, are we supposed to be watching cartoons for fun? I, th- I think yeah, we, we really have. failed. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's a failure in our part. In our, yeah. oh, 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 man, somebody just let a big Reluca in here. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, these are the bloopers. This is going right to the blooper reel. Mister Mister Hennick, thank yes. you for being here with us. Thank you for going on another little journey. I uh, I am so honored to be brought back. Uh, it I I love I love your show. I love being part of your show. You guys, oh, you guys, oh, you guys are you guys are three really great dudes, and I'm very happy to get to bullshit about what about I don't first <laughs> I don't know you are you are animation archaeologists. I literally don't know where you find this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it it comes. Easier than you think. Once once you commit to watching some pretty bad shit on YouTube, then the algorithm starts helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of blew past this at the beginning, but if there's anything that you've got going on that you want to drop, we can either put it here or move it up to the top of the show, wherever you want it. I appreciate that. I uh, I don't have fuck all going on. Did you put out a vi- little music video? Didn't I see that on Facebook? So back in the day, uh, a long, long time ago, um, and Amalia actually was part of this too. We used to have a YouTube-based uh, nerdcore hip-hop group that made music about League of Legends. And when we started, the like we we made one song and it got popular. And I immediately was like, you know, it would be funny if we made a pokey rap with all the League champions. But there aren't 150 mm-hmm. of them, so I can't do that joke yet. Well, there are 150 of them now, so I did that joke. <laughs> Stay the course, baby. Long time coming. Yep. It's like a boyhood, the boyhood of League of Legends. It, it really is. It really, and, and so I made that song with the help of my wonderful good friend, Alex Engelberg, who, uh, if you really want to see some content, you should check out his TikTok, because that dude is legit. Uh is that dude talking? That dude's got the talk. Yeah, talk he's, he's tickety. T- he's, he's, he's got the TikTok. He's, he's a TikTok hero. He's, t- he's a TikTok. He's a TikTok hero. He's a TikTok hero. When I was in high school, I was. I just want to say really quick. When I was in high school, I didn't imagine being able to just like casually drop foreigner lines and have everybody get on my page right away. <laughs> you are in precisely the right group You're of home. people for that. Pre- I've, I've built my home. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've, <laughs> you've, you, found their, you found your tribe there. <laughs> Look, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. And my pleasure. As always, everybody, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.